0: Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.
1: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground Welcome back to the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
0: All right, welcome back to the second hour of the show. Of course, every Tuesday night we're with uh, we'll be with Howard Balls in just a little bit. Uh, don't forget tomorrow night we're going to have a at the 7:15 hour we'll have our boxing show with the Fight Doctor. A big, big fight mm-hmm. Saturday night will be Terence Crawford, American. Amir, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no chance. No chance. It. No, ch- he won't have a chance in hell to beat. <laughs> but once again, it'll be a tremendous fight. I'd Like to thank Bernie for Durko tonight. He uh, didn't have a lot of time. Of course, he's got something more important tonight. He threw a lot of information at us, though. Yeah, we, uh, it was a pretty uh, good amount of information. Mm-hmm. Quick hit. Yeah, quick hit. We knew that coming in. We did that. So uh, some future guests that are going to be here with Amir, we're going to have Ozzy Smith, uh, Jackie Joyner Kersee will be here. Uh, also, uh, uh, there are a lot, a lot of different things going on. We're going to talk to Howard about Russell Wilson's contract. Ooh. By the way, too, uh, Zion Williams declared he's going to get paid. Mm-hmm. And all the stories, Joe, are going to come, come out up. quickly. Oh, oh What stories? All the stories with the about, mom. Yeah, the mom and oh. the consulting money mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happens every day in the NCAA though sure Not too does. surprising to me Give him something Pay all him, him. Pay him. Pay him money. That's it mm-hmm. If you pay them, then you could avoid all those situations the, the, all <laughs> Very that easily situation. And does Russell Wilson deserve We'll talk to Howard mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. the XFL for St. Louis is picking the coach Who might it you be Oh you've heard
2: rumors Tell mm, Would I it I be Charlie mean. Tuna
0: Of course I don't care You don't care about right? the XFL No
2: Will we talk about it on this show?
0: Mm-mm. They send a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send a check. So we we'll talk about them all <laughs> the talk about them all the time. about all the If we're, if,
2: let's hypothetically, who would you like to see? If And I know you don't uh-huh. care, but who would you like to see as
0: the coach? Mike Martz or yeah. Isaac Bruce. Okay. The AAF, AAF is gone, so Mike Martz right, has an opening. He has okay. an opening, and I'm sure they Isaac Bruce would through. be a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. As mm-hmm. his offensive coordinator. That'd be see, great. Frank, and I, Frank be great. and I got in an argument months ago about. But I, I said, well, I said, Bruce should be a coach in the NFL. He said, well, no, he don't have the time to do it. So they called him up and said, yeah, yeah, I know it. it right? I he got it. time. He's <laughs> to, if he's going to do this, he'll do that. Let's go ahead and get Howard Balls on. We're going to talk to Howard about the NFL season coming up. Uh, of course, the Patriots signed Demarius Thomas. Big deal. We'll, we'll do it. another old <laughs> receiver <laughs> for Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Brady will make him a star again. Yes. So that's, what, that's mm-hmm. the way it is. So we're going to do that. A to talk about. All right, let's go to my guest line, Hall of Fame voter. We will be doing a draft show. We'll talk about Howard in a moment. The one and only. Howard balls how you doing, Howard? See you soon. I'm doing great, man. How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. I know every year you do a draft show, but this year we used to do one together. This year it's going to be you and I and Tom and Moses. We'll be live at a Snook store at Harvester Square. Tell us about what to expect on your draft shows?
3: Well, I mean, uh, you know, it's interesting because we've done a you know full blown show um, right. the last couple of years, and what ended up happening, you know, I was I had been doing some just a little quick background. I have been doing some work for the Alliance, and and so I was expecting to be in Las Vegas for the draft because the championship game of the Alliance, well first Las Vegas then it was switched to uh, Texas but the championship game was scheduled for April 27th, two days after the draft, and then of course the Alliance abruptly went away a couple of weeks ago, and so that spoiled those plans, and so it was a little too late to plan anything big for the draft so I figured, hey, Charlie's on I come on with Charlie a lot, and I said, hey have do we talk a little bit about the draft next Thursday and so you thought it was a good idea, so I'll be joining you at the Schnooks, and we'll you know, we'll talk about the picks, you know, a bit as they happen and, and see, you know, what's coming up after it. You know, hopefully by the time – I don't know if this will happen or not. Hopefully by the time we're off the air, Drew Locke uh, will have been uh, selected. I think it will be close, and, you know, it's possible that he will be. Uh, you know, the, the time between picks in the first round is 10 minutes. Sometimes it doesn't take as long as 10 minutes. but uh, So the draft begins right at 7, and so in two hours – expect probably you know maybe 12 to 14 picks and so i think he could go in there hopefully he will but you know we'll see but you know that's the most that's the most fun time of the draft anyway is the first 10 to 15 pick so you know we'll be able to talk about it see what happens with kyler murray see what the cardinals do see what the raiders do and uh, it should be fun next next week from thursday at schnooks
0: in st charles All right tell us about the xfl the coaching situation for st louis's entry
3: yeah, on Thursday, uh, they're going to have a press conference at noon uh, at uh, the Dome at America's Center where they're going to announce uh, the, who will be the head coach and general manager of the St. Louis team. Uh, earlier today in New York, uh, they announced uh, Kevin Gilbride as the head coach and GM of the New York team. Uh, they've named They had previously named four other coaches, so after the St. Louis announcement on Thursday, there's two teams left that they haven't named a head coach yet, and that's in Houston and Los Angeles. But, uh, yeah, it'll be announced uh, Thursday in St. Louis. I know a lot of people are speculating. I can, I can only say this, because I've been trying to learn who the head coach is. I can only say of people I know are not the head coach. I know a lot of people say, oh, I hope it's Mike Martz." Well, it's not Mike Martz. Uh, there's been some speculation it might be Jim Hazlitt. And there, were, there had been some talks with Jim Hazlitt about it. Uh, you know, he was a coach with the Bengals the last few years, but and everybody with the Bengals lost their job when they changed head coaches after the season. And so there had been talk about Hazlitt, and he's apparently having some surgery uh, in this offseason. And uh, and so I felt that was a good time to do that. So it won't be him. So I, I know some of the people that won't be but trying to find out who it will be uh, <laughs> when they make that announcement on Thursday. If
2: you're a guessing man,
3: yeah, it's impossible to guess. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. Guess. Right. Okay, okay. I guess another like no, you know, I... Now you know the Gilbride Boy, hire yeah. you know was kind of leaked yesterday, <laughs> and but who would have guessed Kevin Gilbride before that? You can't just guess. I mean, you can name. That's you true. can name a hundred. No. You know, coaches that aren't working in the NFL or college or any of those people. But I mean, that's those those would be just you know that you know taking you know taking darts and throwing it at a dartboard that's about uh, you know about a quarter of an inch in diameter. So pretty pretty difficult, I think, uh, to do that. Yeah, so people always know. want you know. to guess.
2: What? What? How we mentioned the name Isaac Bruce? What about Isaac
3: Bruce? I, I uh, from what I understand, it will not be uh, Isaac. Okay. I, I, I you know the one thing about it, I know there have been some talk about him potentially being involved with a team in the Alliance had they had a team in st. Louis uh, this year um, but I, I know one thing that these leagues are doing and this is no disrespect to Isaac but you know they're hiring coaches who've coached before and you know whether you know the Alliance every head coach that they had hired um, was either a head coach or a coordinator an assistant um you know the uh, the XFL has hired you know some guys who have never been head coaches but have been assistants you know like Pep Hamilton in Washington some have been head coaches of course Bob Stoops in college but all the oh, coaches good. hired have a uh, Kevin Gilbride uh, has a long career as an assistant as an assistant coach uh, in the NFL so I think if, if Isaac I would say this if Isaac truly wants to be a coach then it would be a good idea to get some experience coaching. And that's not to say he couldn't do it, but to hire a coach and a GM for that matter, that person's going to be the GM too, who hasn't done that before, is, is would be pretty unusual.
0: Howard, uh, the Russell Wilson contract, which we knew was going to be done, uh, got done last night while he was supposedly in bed with his wife, which is good. <laughs> that's a good way to get a contract well, called double indemnity yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> double smile, <laughs> $140 million, becomes the highest uh, paid player, average about $35 million, $65 million guarantee. Now, people, first thing people will say, well, he makes more than Tom Brady, well, Alex Smith, Derek Carr, they all make more than Tom Brady. It depends on when you sign your contract, isn't that right, Howard? Well, yeah, it, it depends on when you sign your contract. I mean, what
3: we've seen the last couple of years is just about every, every time a quarterback signs, he becomes Duke. the highest-paid guy. And Derek Carr was, uh, then Aaron Rodgers, and you know, there's probably some others in there. And so, that, yeah, you're exactly right. It's when they sign. Now, Tom Brady is a unique situation uh, because he, he has you know, pretty much uh, – you know, he hasn't pushed to be the highest-paid guy at given points. And most of the time he signed new contracts before they expired well before there was one year left, which there was one year left on Wilson's contract when, when he signed. But he is not pushed to be, quote, the highest paid quarterback in the NFL because I think Uh-oh. the one thing Tom Brady likes is having more rings than any other coach or any other <laughs> quarterback in the NFL. And so, but mostly you're right. It all depends on when, when you sign. So, Who's next now? You know, there's talk that there's talks with Dak Prescott uh, in Dallas about a new deal. I don't know. Does he end up getting more than, uh, you know, more than Russell Wilson? That might be a little surprise for me at this stage of his career, but he's still going to make an awful lot of money. And that, like you said, that's just the way the position is and the way the negotiations go.
2: Again, we talked about the the Tom Brady factor. Is Russell Wilson, is he worth that much money? Is he deserving of this contract? Is there somebody else that's going to override him? Here's the
3: thing, Tom, and I've said this. If I've said this once in my career, I've said it 100 times because it happens that people said that about Derek Carr. Is he worth that? They said that Mm -hmm. about Matthew Stafford. It, It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what's his worth to the team he is on. Okay that's that's what it comes down to how much value is he on that team because every team has to look at it i know that there's been a lot of speculation over the last week oh that maybe he'll he'll move on and maybe this will happen and then he might end up leaving after two years if the seahawks franchise him and all that oh and that maybe the seahawks will trade him and then go with a new quarterback well the evidence is there how many times over the years do teams keep chasing quarterbacks and aren't able to find the one. So when you have your guy, in my mind, you...
1: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job, it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: You do not let that guy go. And if it means paying that premium, you pay that premium. And that's, that's essentially the way it works with all these teams. You know, no one is saying that this, this particular quarterback is the best in the National Football League. It's, it, but the worth, as you brought up in your question, is how much is he worth to the team that he is on? And obviously the Seahawks believe he's worth it, and so they gave him the money.
0: It looks like Kyle Murray now is not taking visits now to many teams. I know he canceled a visit with the Washington Redskins.
3: Well, tomorrow is, uh, is the last day that, that players can visit anyway. And mm-hmm. so, I, I, you know, I, I don't blame him to a degree. I mean, at some point you say, okay, you guys all know about um, – he probably doesn't think there's any way he's going to last till the Redskins. And now, of course, the Redskins could trade up if they really want him badly enough. I don't think that will happen. But, you know, if, the Red, if, if something would happen and he would start falling and the Redskins want a quarterback and he's the guy they want, I, I kind of doubt that they're not going to take Tyler Murray because he didn't pay a visit uh, to the Redskins. And so I, I think sometimes these visits are a little bit uh, somewhat overrated. Uh, you know, teams do like to see how the – how the player will interact with people in the building and, you know, things like that. But a lot of the visits are done just as, as smoke screens. So teams, you know, teams will send them, Oh, Oh, and other teams, Oh, they're having that guy in. Maybe they're interested in him. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. Sometimes teams bring in guys that they don't even draft, even when they have the opportunity to. So I think the visits are somewhat, like I said, somewhat overrated. And when, when you, when you get to this point in the process, You should pretty well know where a guy is on your board.
2: From every indication, I guess the big red now they're going to pick him as the number one draft pick overall. Howard, is that what you're hearing?
3: I don't. I'm not hearing any. I'm hearing rumors. Okay. I I, I say this all the time. I mean. a couple days ago, Hello. there was, oh, maybe they won't take Murray. Then there's a story today that, oh, maybe they, you know, you know that Steve Keim, the, the Cardinals general manager, denied a report that when Murray visited the Cardinals that his agent was with him. And, you know, it used to be that there was a lot of negotiation for these players when, uh, when they were the first pick in the draft. That was before the, the new uh, CBA came in, where you pretty much knew what the money was going to be. So that would happen a lot. It hasn't happened in the last decade almost. But this is a special circumstance. And so there's the feeling that the Cardinals have done some negotiating because they don't want to take Kyler Murray with without a rock-solid assurance that not only is he going to play football, but that he will play out his contract and then not all of a sudden say, oh, you know what, I'm going to play baseball. And so this makes this one a little unique situation and so so it came out that Steve Kine, the Cardinal's general manager denied that his agent was there then others are saying they don't believe the denial and that so now it's looking more and more like they will take them this is one or two days after the same website said well maybe they won't so the bottom line is no one really knows you know no, no one no one knows and you know the Cardinals say they haven't made up their mind yet but what do they you know what do you expect them to say you expect them to come out today and say yeah we made up our mind. I mean, these, these these teams. We we went through it every year here, and you know, with with, with, the, with the Rams and other teams, when you'd have this press conference before the draft, and you knew it was all a bunch of baloney because they don't, nobody says anything, and if they do say anything, you don't know whether it's true or not. So I I think there's a good chance that the Cardinals will take them, and it, there's a good chance that they won't. There could That's end right. up being a trade. I've learned Howard. you
4: just I've
0: learned years ago. Don't pay any attention, and the media is gullible as hell. <laughs> Don't pay any attention to it because you hear one team. If you hear one team they say they're going to take a guy, sometimes I just can't believe it. It's, remember oh, what exactly. happened to RG3? Only thing, RG3 was a done deal because they did make the deal before the draft day.
3: Right, with the trade. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so it was pretty much known that Andrew Luck was going to go first, and you wouldn't have made that trade unless you were doing it a quarterback and so, so yeah so the, there are those you know, different situations you know from time to time uh, about that but when there's no trade in advance or there's all this rumors and all these stories that's all they are you know they're just they're, they're just rumors and what always, what always what always makes me laugh every year is when something happens and someone says oh man I'm so surprised well, why should anybody be surprised by what happens in the draft as I said to someone the other day we were talking about just this subject i said if someone had told you uh, told if you'd heard last two years ago uh, a few days before the draft or a week before that the bears were going to trade up to get mitchell trubisky or that the chiefs were going to trade up from where from pretty far down in the draft uh, to draft patrick mahomes if anyone had, if anyone had actually said that you would have said You're crazy! What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. But those are those are two things that happen, and so that's why you just you just nobody truly knows. Anybody, you know, it reminds me. It reminds me of that great Jim Mara line. He wasn't talking about the draft, but he was talking when he was talking about. He said, "You know, you all think you know, but you don't know," (laughs) And, and and that's the truth. I mean, no one, no one truly knows how these teams rate the players on their board or what they're truly talking about behind closed doors. The only ones that know are the ones in the room. And anybody else is just guessing.
2: There's a potential of four quarterbacks going in the first round. I'm not asking you who's going to take who, Howard. But Howard Balzer, how do you rank those four as far as talent goes as quarterbacks in the first round?
3: Well, I think we talked about this a little last week, maybe it was the week before. I, I think that I, I would not rate Kyler Murray as the number one quarterback in the draft. Now, that's just me. It doesn't mean that other teams don't have him number one. But I, I guarantee—I would almost guarantee, I can't guarantee it, but I would almost be pretty sure that there are other teams that don't have him as their number one quarterback. And it's mainly because of the durability question and concern. And so I think the other three top guys, and I think they're very close. It's just a matter of taste. It's a matter of what teams you know, when they talk to these guys and what they feel about them, which ones they might like. But I would suspect that the other three, you know, Drew Locke, uh, Dwayne Haskins, and Daniel Jones are all very close uh, to each other in terms of the overall rating. And so I'm I'm not, you know, I, if I'm, if I'm, I'll say this, if I'm a GM and I'm drafting a quarterback, I would be pretty comfortable with any one of those three guys. And no one obviously still got to put a team around them and all those things. But, I think it's pretty darn close. And if I want to, that's why in this draft it's very interesting because I don't know that there'll be, well, I should, you know, I don't know that there'll be trades if a team really wants a certain quarterback. Because I would think if you look at it and you say, well, are we going to trade up and give extra picks to get a Haskins or get a lock or get one of these other guys? Um, if you can just stay where you are and know you'll probably get one of those three. Now, if it comes down to two of them are gone and you want that last one, well, then you you might make that deal if you feel you really want a quarterback. But of those those three those three guys, I just think they're very very close. And like I said, if I was a if I was a GM or a, a team picking a quarterback, I'd be happy with any one of those three. And I and I think I think Murray, Murray you know Mary has a chance to be a hell of a player. There's no doubt about it. But like I said, I just have concern about him staying healthy.
0: Howard, thanks for joining us tonight. You're going to be with us now Monday as well as for draft night on Thursday. So you're going to be with us. You're going to double dip with us next week.
3: Sounds good. Look forward to it. And I uh, hope that right. a lot of people come out and uh, see us at Snooks a uh, mm-hmm. week from Thursday.
0: All right. Thank you very much, Howard Balls. In. All right. Hey, we're going to go. We're still at uh, Fire, and Ice, Fire and Smoke. I'm sorry. We're going to talk to the manager, Mr. Andrew Papp. What's up, man? How you doing?
5: Hey, pretty good. Pretty good. How's it Everybody's
0: enjoying the food. Everybody's having a good time. Oh, how, yeah. long is it, how long have you been here at this location? Uh,
5: we've been here about four and a half years. Uh, it'll be uh, five in November. Mm-hmm. Yep. What is the most
0: number one sandwich that people order when they come here?
5: Uh, we got a pulled pork sandwich that seems like the number one sandwich of mm-hmm. all. Yep.
0: I ordered the uh, the turkey, uh, I ordered the turkey sandwich. Pretty good. I know it is.
5: Yeah, the turkey. The turkey does really well. Usually, not a lot of people like turkey because it kind of dries out. But we got a secret to kind of keep it all nice and moist. So, what
0: your was the operation here?
5: Uh, the operation it goes. We we smoke overnight, so we smoke everything overnight, and then we uh, pull it off you open in the morning. Oh, uh, we open at uh, eleven, eleven to nine, and on Sundays we close at eight. Okay,
0: so you open seven days a week. Yes, sir. Tom, you come here quite a bit. You live in Illinois.
2: I got two. Well, there's this one and the other location,
0: But I've got two words for you:
2: burnt. Ends. Yes sir. Yes oh, sir. I love burn- Ooh, yes. The bar- yeah. So got Yeah, you have, have yeah. burnt ends. Oh, yes sir. Make
5: sure you come early seven. though. Make sure are they you come early because they uh I think we just sold out a little while ago, but usually they're gone oh, by about five o'clock. You so yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yep.
0: I love burnt ins. They are great. I ordered great. The turkey sandwich, but I love burnt. Too late anyway. I couldn't have got them anyway. Hey Andrew, thanks for anything you you wanted listening people to know about this place about buying fine smoke. Tell us about it.
5: Um, well, yeah, like I said, we, we kind of smoke all our meat overnight. Some um, of the turkeys and ribs, we come in early in the morning, put them on, and uh, pork goes for 12 hours, brisket and all that goes for 10. Um, we do specials on the weekends. We do pork steaks on Sundays, and then um, we do shrimp. We just added shrimp to the menu. It seems to be oh, taking uh, off really well. So, yeah, that's something that's pretty easy to get to. We're uh, right off 55 here in Troy, so we just jump off and uh, hit hit the store right there. So, so how do you do the burn-ins? Uh, we will cut it off the the brisket and then we'll smoke those for 12 hours and then we'll just like let them sit on the smoker and then we'll pull them off and um, kind of let them rest a little while and just serve them up. and then we'll How sauce them? them awesome. sleep
0: on there too long?
5: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's not like that's pretty much the simpleness to it. So.
0: Do like mother used to do. That's right. You just got to keep practicing. That's keep all practicing. it is. So. Burnt makes perfect.
5: Yep. <laughs> Somewhere.
0: Andrew, Pop, thanks very much. You're the manager of Fire and Smoke. And thanks for that's having course. all of us and everybody. For oh, time. yeah, we, no we'll problem. Be, we'll be back.
5: Awesome, good, good.
0: Thanks very much. We're going to take another time out. When we come back, we'll be with uh, Richard Mark again and Brian Brush. We're going to talk about storm season is on the way, folks. Make sure your phones charge. Make sure you got fuel in the car, all your medications. Unplug that TV set. I got a secret, though, to saving my food. After they talk, I got a real good secret on how to keep your food. Cold. oh long time seeking will a you share it with us i will share okay had a lady shared it with me years ago all right we're going to talk about the malar Ball- balloon safety tip program as well i'm tuna tom is here don't Ooh. forget this is the richard mark show here we're live at fire and smoke we'll be right back
1: Tuna Show, presented by Ameren Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
0: Hey, welcome back to the—I can't say it. It's not my show tonight. It's the Richard Mark hour. That's right. Broadcasting live from Fire and Smoke, Troy, Illinois. This is our monthly recap with Richard Mark and some of the fans, some of the workers from Ameren Illinois. Uh, Brian Bresch, the right-hand man we call him. Matter of fact, the secret weapon called a little while ago from out of town. He's on hold now? Yep, he's ready to go. Okay, let's go to our, uh, we call it our guest line, the secret weapon. Brian Lennon, how you doing, Brian? I'm good, Charlie. How you doing? How you doing? All right, we got Brian Lennon on. Your wife is waving at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell
4: I said hello and tell my he, gang over there hello.
0: Can you hear him? Say it again so they can hear you. Emerson,
4: Emerson, Illinois gang, I want to, hello you.
0: to you. <laughs> say hello to you. Say hello to the wife.
4: Eric Co- Eric Col- and Eric and Kozak, we're Col- we going to get you on one day for <laughs>
0: sure. <laughs> uh, where where are you at?
4: Uh, Charlie, why would you ask that?
0: I know. I know I did that because Tom brought it up bro. I'm not going to tell you where you are. I'm just kidding. Don't, I'm, that was a dumb question. I'm telling <laughs> Do you have a question for Mr. Mark, please? Yes, no, but yes, Mr. I Mark, I have a question for Brian. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he didn't know you yeah, were out know. of town. Hey, was, he, he didn't know you were out of town. First of all, I was trying to find out for you.
4: <laughs> and you know, you know, you know, you tell people things, that you think they just carry out the duties that they were supposed to carry out, and then you find out they don't. <laughs> no, but,
5: but anyway, yeah, I uh,
4: I was calling in because I wanted to congratulate you, Charlie, for doing such a wonderful job. In this, I think there's five or six shows that we've had, and it's been a, a great success for us. And and one other thing I wanted to say to uh, Mr. Mark, that, um, you know, one year ago today, I left Ameren Corporation, and I came over to Ameren, and it was the 16th of last year. And Congratulations! For, thank you. And I have worked for, for Amron, Amron Sibs, Missouri, Amron Corporation. And now again, Amron Illinois for 39 years. And I do appreciate you having the confidence and bringing me over to run the government affairs in Springfield, Illinois. And I just want to say, Charlie, I want to tell you, I was in. This, I'm in this conference, and I'm. Uh, learning some things about electrification and they were talking about relationship building and uh, collaboration between departments and I just want to let you know that our boss, president, and CEO of Emerald, Illinois, Richard Mark, gets it.
3: Because everything
4: that they were talking about down here, it's already happening in Emerald, Illinois. And I think in yep. places that I've been that have not been, they're not doing it and, and it's not working. But it's but it's working in Emerald, Illinois, and I think that's because we have a great leader, which lets us do our job, and, let, and our employees are happy, and I think they do a great job as far as working for uh, Emerald Illinois, and, and we appreciate him being our president, and I appreciate him for give, you know, having confidence in bringing me back in my later years in my career to work over in Emerald Illinois.
0: Well, good. Let's give. Let's give. Mr. Richard Marquahan, let's go, everybody. everybody. <laughs> all right, all right. They call James Brown the Godfather of Soul. He's the Godfather of Power. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Brian. For him, Charlie. What's the other name, name? Energy Czar.
4: Energy Czar. Yeah, he's a household name, household name in Springfield.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> want to, we want to thank you too, Brian, for putting all this together. Absolutely hard work i I contact brian quite a bit and every time i call him up i says anything wrong he said don't worry if something's wrong i'll call you (laughs) (laughs) but thanks very much and have a safe trip back to st louis and say hello to the the first lady again hi honey how you doing (laughs) (laughs) all right isn't that sweet Uh, all right (laughs) all right thanks brian
1: all right. I got to get right. Tom a tissue over here. Thank you very here. much. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, I know. This is tear <laughs> tearing up. This Tito, gonna, give me a tissue. i almost crying about Tiger Woods, but this is more sympathetic <laughs> Oh, <now>. my. <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's a different kind of tear. All right, let's go uh, back. Brian brushes is here. Yes. Brian, explain your title again with uh, Ameren, Illinois.
1: I am a communications I know, spokesman. I know what
0: it is, but I want you to explain it to everybody else.
1: I am the guy who represents the company from the southern part of the state, basically from um, the metro east area all the way down to Carbondale. Mm -hmm. Uh, I uh, address the media when we have outages. We have safety messages to uh, share with our customers. And most importantly, um, when we do large-scale projects, I need to be the individual that explains them and puts it in plain English.
0: I want you and Richard to explain to me what the Malar balloons, what's the safety tips? (laughs)
6: <laughs> well, the, the mylar balloons. You know, it's graduation season or uh, yes. prom season, really, and uh, mm. like last weekend. But you know, a lot of times with birthday parties, graduations, proms, things like that, people release these mylar balloons, and <laughs> and these are these balloons and the material that they're made out of have metal in them, mm. and so what they release them up into the air, they get caught up in our lines, and basically uh-huh. the metal that's in those balloons. Can actually cause a charge when they get on, get Whoa. tangled in a power line, wow. and cause wow. a circuit to uh, short circuit and basically cause a power outage. Hmm. And wow. so every year mm-hmm. we have, you know, several of those that happen. And so, you know, what we're asking people is to be conscientious of that. Don't release those balloons in the air. You know, you should deflate them and then dispose of them properly in the garbage and and trash, but do not release them because they can cause widespread power outages. Let
0: me say. ask you a question. This is not on the script. I just thought about this. What about drones? Is that something in the future for Amron?
6: Well, no, it's it's in the present for Ameren. We really? use we okay. use drones extensively right now. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these power lines can run for miles and miles, and so, you know, <laughs> and some of them in very tough territory, and so we can put up a drone and basically survey, use that survey to to that drone to to survey a power line, and identify where there's an outage, maybe where there's a tree limb on the line, and we can go straight to it versus you know in the old days but you'd have to you know drive it and 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 physically inspect every inch of that line now we can send you know drone down there a mile identify exactly where the problem is we we used this several months ago up in the northern part of Madison County uh, in a flooded area we had a a circuit that was two miles long and the fields there were completely flooded so you couldn't get to them and we knew there was a there was a fault somewhere on that line We put a drone up, flew the the, the line, and we were able to use that drone to identify exactly where the problem was, what the problem was, Put then we were able to get the equipment, put the equipment in in a, a vehicle that could go out on the water, went straight to that place and made the repair. You know, it would have taken us maybe, you know, at least hours and not a day or so to find that normally.
2: Yeah, I remember we talked a little bit about it last month where you'd have to drive that line to find out exactly where it was. But you've got trained technicians now that know how to drive or fly, I should say, not drive, but fly these drones. To find exactly where it's at.
6: We have it's over amazing. 30 certified drone pilots wow. right now at Amarin. So we have, and we don't have these <laughs> little ones that you see at the <laughs> store. I mean, these are these are commercial, professional drones. Uh, in fact, these drones uh, they have cameras mounted. Some have infrared mounted. Mm. But on these cameras, they can zoom in on a, a bolt. That holds one of the power the the cross arms up, mm-hmm. and they can tell if that boat is bolts is cracked. They can see cracks huh. in the wood. I mean, it's like it's like you know looking at it six inches from your eyes versus that clear, the, huh? That clear. Wow. Yeah. yeah Brian
0: Brush, we uh, this is just simple terms. You're Richard Marks' right hand man. Tell me, tell me what that entails. <laughs> uh let me see here no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding do we have enough time (laughs) no um
1: uh, I I do a lot of work with Richard I help set up this program you know with the topics that you guys are all going to talk about uh whenever we do a community outreach event it's someone like myself or Marcelin or another one of our teammates that go and represent the company if we do a large check presentation uh it's it's our number one job to explain why we are doing something, the, and most importantly, what how it truly benefits our customers.
0: Okay, and I want to also give a good hand to Marshall and Love. I'm really, coming along, doing, uh, I, I mean, an outstanding job. But, Brian, if you send me another email, I'm going to choke. <laughs> 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 that's my job. No, That's his job. I know. I'm just kidding you. <laughs> okay. Tis the season not to be jolly is coming up. Storm season. Yeah. Richard, tell us about what's going to be happening now.
6: Well, you know, we had little taste of it last weekend. We Saturday sure did. Saturday night, we had 50 to 60-mile-an-hour uh, wind gusts throughout the metropolitan area. Uh, we had some outage here in Illinois. Missouri had quite a few with the, the damage you could see on the TV the next day that was done. The old cathedral downtown mm, yes, the roof. completely blew the roof off. So, you know. What People don't really think about that, and they don't really prepare. So what we're trying to encourage people is to be prepared for an emergency. You don't have a storm kit. Just don't wait till the storm hits. But you, you should be prepared and always think about it. And uh, if you do know there's a storm coming, there's some things that you can do uh... you know nowadays almost the world runs by mobile phones and so <laughs> have your cell phone fully charged is one thing that you can do um, a lot of times you have these you know nowadays a lot of people have these uh... portable uh... chargers that mm-hmm. you can charge your phone have that fully charged so if there's a power outage your phone runs out of out of power. You have some kind of backup there, too, uh, because that might be – many people don't have a landline anymore. So mm-hmm, that that, right. that cell phone may be their only communication. Have your car full gas, you know, in case you have to leave, you have to go somewhere. Uh, you know, if there's a lightning storm and, and big storms like that, uh, unplug uh, the electronics in your home, And you know, just mm-hmm. to be safe so that – uh, you know, you want th- those uh, lightning strike and things like that. Um, and then we can encourage all of our customers to download the Ameren app on your phone. And if you go to the Ameren app, you can actually go to our outage map. So if there's an outage, you can zero in on your on your zip code and see how many outages are in your zip code, and we'll actually update that information on a regular basis to give people information about how many people are out, where they're out, and how what the estimate restoration Two is. Two
0: important issues on this list. People never remember to get their medication.
6: You're right, you're right. So, you know, you, you need to have that stuff because in the middle of a storm, mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know when you'll be able to get out, you know, and if there's trees down, the roads are blocked, line, you know, something like that, and you can't get out and get to the drugstore, you're going to need that medication. So we encourage people to to always be prepared and think about that, you know, before you just turn in for the night. And if you hear the forecast and there's, uh, you know, bad weather predicted, to make sure that you get medications for yourself. And, you know, one thing also, uh, Charlie, uh, people forget, if if your if your pets need special medications mm-hmm. or pet food you know you got to mm-hmm. take care of your pet too uh, right. if, you, if you're locked in your home you can't get out and if you have pets so you know take care of the pets too
0: okay i want to ask both of you gentlemen what items should be included in the storm kit this is very mm. very important well
6: there's a, there's a lot you can do. I mean, you know, it just depends. I on got
0: the list here. I cheated. Yeah. <laughs>
6: well, the first thing that everyone should do, and they can sit down and do it right now, is make a list of emergency phone numbers. And and you know uh, when you're doing a storm a storm kit you know you want to keep everything in one place so you might want to put this in a, a duffel bag or you know have a place in your closet where you can keep all these things in a Tupperware a container or something like that but you know have have flash flashlights and spare batteries have a, a battery or one of the generator powered radios so that you can get what the the re- weather channel and find out what's going on uh, bottled water. You know, uh, you know, if there's something that happens and the water supply is low, you might need to have bottled water. Uh, have some extra food, mon- non-perishable foods around the home that you can get, have something to snack on if you need to for a day or so. Uh, paper plates and utensils, because that way you can dispose of them. You don't have to wash the food. So, you know, it's a more sanitary way of handling it. Uh, you know, one thing that people forget about nowadays is a hand-operated can opener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, you know, you want a it's can boring. of soup, you know, uh, and yeah. there's no power, you might have a little okay, problem. You want a little it. It. Yes, yes, but Have some good teeth. <laughs> yeah. So you know. Yeah. So. Uh, with a screwdriver. Have the old time pat, uh, <laughs> yep. hand 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 operated can openers. Uh, have a, a first aid kit in case there's cuts or bruises. You know, with storms and trees and and just outside working, you might get a cut. Or you might something. You need first aid kit. Um, you know. I'd encourage everybody to have an ice cooler so that if the power does go out, you can bring that ice cooler in the house, put that ice in a cooler, and then that way you always put your food or your medicine or whatever. I got a secret to that too. Oh hints from Eloise. All right. I got an old
0: country secret. Okay. Okay. And I learned it from the cooler. Okay. Ready for this one? Yeah. I had this older lady years ago, she said, What you do is go when the power goes out, go to the store and get about five or six bags of ice, and put those in the refrigerator and close the door. There you go. Yeah. Because the refrigerator is already somewhat cold, and it'll last sometimes. It's, then you got the cooler also there, right. plus the refrigerator. Right. That's, that's a tip from tuna. better have some room. <laughs> well, that's a good way.
6: And, you know, what we tell people is, keep your refrigerator door closed mm-hmm. try to open it as little as possible cuz the more you keep the refrigerator and the freezer closed the, the, food longer, will stay. the longer it will stay when i have power i tell my kids that yeah that's <laughs> right know what you want before you get in there yeah, yeah i do too know, in there. and make sure you close it when you leave that's you know? right so, uh, and then, you know, again, what we, we tell people also is your important documents. How many times have you seen a, a storm or someone the roof blowed off and people are out there, unfortunately, trying to find important papers and documents? You should put those in a safe container, you know, get yourself one a safe, uh, you know, a cheap safe that you can put in a closet. Uh, yeah. Something that you know, those important documents that you're going to need uh, will always be there, and that they'll be safe. So get a fireproof safe, whether you know in that way. That safe's going to be there, and you won't be out looking. You know anything, anything that's important to you, those valuables. Make sure you got some kind of safe to put them in, and when a storms approaching.
0: How
2: about?
6: Th- like Doc Rivers, how about some cash money? Absolutely. Cash money is important. You know, when they had the hurricane in New Orleans, uh, the, remember the, yes. the the gas stations were down, the ATMs were down. Couldn't pay for it you that way. You couldn't find thing. You couldn't pay. So uh, people without cash, you know, and so keep, keep some cash and spare change at home uh, for emergency situations in case you need to go out and get some gas. You can pay cash for it. You need food. You need water. Yeah. Uh, you can pay for it. so Because, you know, they won't be able to take credit cards. Right. I was at a department store a few weeks ago, and uh, I was going to buy something. And they said, well, uh, our system's down. Mm. We can't check you out. And I said, well, can I pay cash? They go, no, we don't take cash. <laughs> 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 Isn't that something? So that's kind of
0: no, sometimes you. Sometime you can't wow. win, but nope. –
6: uh, but in emergencies, it's always good to have a little cash and some spare chains around so that you can pay for those type of exactly. items.
0: Bedding and sleeping bags important, too, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. In the winter,
6: you know, it's even in summer. I mean, we get in, around here, you know, we get cool nights sometimes. So having extra bedding, uh, covers, sleeping bags available. Uh, and have these things where you know. You know, I hear people all the time, there's a storm, there's power outage, and they, they, they're like, well, where's the flashlight? <laughs> you know, where's this, where's that? It's, it's a little too late to look for it then. You need to keep all of those things in one place. and uh, Know where they're at, and, too. And, and,
0: and know where they're at
6: when they
5: need them. Yeah. You, know?
0: you also, you mentioned this several months ago, you work firsthand with the Weather Bureau we do yeah so you know when when it's on the tv you already know what's coming
6: we have several uh we work with several weather services that keep us informed 24 hours a day uh what the weather conditions are throughout our entire service area because you know for example saturday night uh, in missouri they were saying one thing and in illinois it was completely different so you know st louis had just right across the river 12 miles from Collinsville you're having 60 mile an hour winds and over here, the effect was maybe 30 miles, which is still a lot of wind, but it's a lot less damaging mm-hmm. than 60. So we have weather services that monitor both Illinois and Missouri, our entire service area, in both states uh, on a 24-hour basis, and they give us regular updates on how that weather is going to affect. That way, we can re- we can shift crews. So if we see that there's going to be severe ice or winds in northern part of Illinois, we can take crews from the central part and move them up there so that they can be ready. So, when that storm clears, we can get right in as quick as possible and start that restoration.
0: Richard Mark, Brian Brush, all of the uh, folks from Ameren, Illinois, want to thank you for coming. Anything parting you want to tell people with the storm season approaching? One more thing you should say to people?
6: Well, I should, you know, just with the storm season and the unpredictable weather that we can have, these storms can pop up. Be extremely careful. Never touch a down power line. You know, pay close attention to your your surroundings because a lot of times you'll have limbs that will break at the top of the tree. They don't fall all the way down. So when you go outside to assess the damage, Look around, look around, look left, right, up, down. Make sure that's safe before you go outside. And and like I said, if you see it down line, call Amron. We'll be out there as soon as possible to make it safe for you again. So
0: if it's two AM in the morning, three AM, you know before we do. Is that
6: <laughs> we, we We know the storm's coming. You're right. That's right. And we usually will have, uh, if, if there's advance warning, we'll have our, our crews on standby waiting for that storm to come in. Obviously, we have to wait till it's safe. We want our, our, you know, a lot of people think that we should get out there in the middle, but we take, you know, very much care to make sure that our employees are safe, too. And so we want them to get out there and make a, as uh, get your power on as fast as possible.
0: But also, we practice safety first. And Brian Brush, you on top of it with the media yes, all sir. day, all Correct? day, twenty-four-seven. Twenty four seven. I was gonna call him today, and I said, "Nah, been not a good idea. You better email him. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Can't right. get through. That's right, folks. I wanna say hello. Thanks for coming, Monique Leonard. Once again. First, She's the first lady tonight. Tracy Walton, Eric Kozak, VP of gas. Derek Clift, divisional director. Shilita Wellmaker. That's a great name. I like that. Crystal Sims, the energy efficiency director. Now, that's quite a title. Mm-hmm. I like that. Marshall Love, of course, Brian Brish. Ray Riddle, director of construction mm-hmm. services. He came in. He came well, Come over and whispered to me. I know I'm old now. He said, I've been listening to you for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) For a long time. I'm only 44. (laughs) Help help me out the door. All right, folks, thanks very much. On behalf of Richard, Mark, and the entire family of Airman, Illinois, we will visit with you again next month at a different location. But remember this, Airman, Illinois, is my title sponsor. I have some great sponsors on my show, from Snooks to Chevrolet, Just got BMW the other week. Uh, Billy Bush with Craftic Beer from Dan Heiser Bush family. But my title sponsor, and these guys will know that, is Ameren, Illinois. When I come on my show, Ameren, Illinois. When I come on my breaks, the Charlie Tuner Show brought to you by Ameren, Illinois. When I come off my breaks, it's brought to you by Ameren, Illinois. So I appreciate what you do for me, folks and any way I can help you any way let me know thank you very much and we'll see you next month thank you charlie
1: thanks charlie thank
0: you. <laughs>